Hi, it's Larry here of Xboxes, Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast. We're back. We're here. I've got the rest of the gang in here. If I hit this button, we're going to electronically connect everybody from around the globe. There it goes. Hey, gang. <laughs> hey. I, uh, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, it looks very light where you're at, Larry. Did you open your shutters? What's the shutter status? Uh, well, I, you can <laughs> Show see us that other angle. Status. You can see them over <laughs> yes. here. Now, well, I've got the windows open here, but you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this because, uh, I know, Rebecca, I know you're on the East Coast in New York, and Jeff and I are here in Seattle. Seattle's had a very difficult week this week uh, in terms of uh, in terms of um, heat. So I figured instead of the the calming green background, I was going to probably change this to maybe you know maybe something along the lines of this because that's what it was. This week <laughs> that seems in appropriate. Jeffrey, would you agree with me? I don't want to encourage you, so I'm not going to agree with. Yes, it was terrible. <laughs> I also, I also have, I also have because it was so difficult. I have the red lights, so it was. Yeah. It was but anyway, it was a little, extra it was, dire. It was warm this week, and I know it's warm out there right now, right? Uh, right, Rebecca. Yeah, I just got a heat warning on my phone. <laughs> so no, no, let's be is clear. that not to use it's AC? Not, it, but... It's not the warning that you get when you like leave your phone on the dashboard. It's like your phone is shutting <laughs> down. This was a warning from somebody telling you it's hot in New York. Yeah, excessive heat in New York. Yeah, um, I think it's around 99 today. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> not exactly enjoyable. Pumbaa and I are hiding out inside. We don't plan to go outside. So as well you should i mean it's yeah that's that's the most important thing is to stay in if it's you a can, good day to play video games am i right that's why we're here <laughs> let's talk video games oh, you, you've been playing all and this. that's weather on the ones we wrapped up that segment <laughs> and let's, let's go to the top stories we'll talk yeah. let's talk about let's talk about what we're playing uh jeff you know you're you're over that we'll start left to right today so jeff oh okay um, I didn't know. Oh, that's good. So uh, I got very super into one game this week, which is Scarlet Nexus. I talked like a little bit about it because it was just coming out last week. And I, I just got completely absorbed yeah, into it? it. It's right here. I have it. I've been playing it. Yes. That's good. I, that doesn't seem like your type of genre. I, 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 it very much did it for me. Um, it's just sort of like a uh, an action role-playing game that takes place in sort of like a a Tokyo-esque inspired post-apocalyptic world where, where um, really edgy and I don't know, sort of like cool looking uh, soldiers are fighting in a cool looking town. And I, I it's kind of hard to, um, I, the closest I can say is it, it still reminds me in many ways of like near, like near Automata, um, very different story. In, in many ways, but um, very more like personality driven. So you have like the a lot of familiar voice actors. If you play a lot of JRPGs and stuff like that, you're like, oh, I know who that is. And so uh, very much, uh, I just, it looks great. It plays really great. I've been playing it mostly on Series S uh, right here on this monitor and 1440p and running beautiful. Uh, occasionally, I, I also jumping upstairs and playing it on my my series x and i'm like oh this looks amazing in 4k so really just like one of those those games those next gen games it just looks really good and uh, is really fun all right scarlet nexus thank you for that and that's uh yes. is that one on game pass that is not a game pass title larry it's not a game pass i thought yeah i thought I, I i know you were excited about it and i couldn't recall that so i apologize for that it's, it's not a game pass but a lot of great games are. We'll talk about those. If, if any of those things sound like it's worth your time. And, and sometimes I was actually thinking about it today. And because so many of the games I play are on Game Pass, like as a result, 
not really spending a lot of money on games. You know, it's like 15 bucks a month gets you covered. And so, um, theoretically, you know, some for, on a game that isn't in game pass, it maybe makes it a little easier to splurge on one of those types of games. So, um, I, this is a game that I've definitely enjoyed. And as far as like length and, and sort of, uh, value, I would say you pick one of two characters, uh, at the beginning and you see the story from their perspective. You really do need to play it both ways. I think to see everything in total, that could be like 50 hours, right? Right there. We also have some great tips over on Xbox Wire, which uh, I'm maybe 20 hours into the game and I'm reading through the tips on the article. I was like, actually, I wish I'd known that. That'll be super helpful. So um, if you, there's a demo out there, which you can try out. I will yep. say the demo throws a lot at you very quickly in the game. Those things roll out a little uh, more organically. And so I was almost overwhelmed by the demo, but actually playing the game, I was like, oh, I had time to get used to this mechanic before they layer on the next one. And even this many hours in the game, I'm still learning new stuff, which I like. I have to try out. the demo. Check it out. Do you, do yes. you like JRPGs, Rebecca? Not particularly, yeah. but this one looked really cool. Like, oh. I, I really liked the graphics of it. So, I don't know. And if Jeff endorses it, I trust it. So, well, that, 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 hold on. Don't, <laughs> that may be a bridge too far. <laughs> okay. No, I did, I'm not. I, I like games for a specific type of person. And, uh, I, you know, it, it's for you or it's not, but um, the, I've more, I have more issues with the fact that you're just like not into JRPGs at all. So I, I, I need to find the exact right one for you, and that is now my new goal, my stated goal. Okay. Gonna... Yes. Yeah, it's uh, okay. it's interesting because Jeff, Jeff has Jeff and I play a lot of games together, and Rebecca will be playing games together as well. We'll play a lot of games together, but we also have a very different style in terms of he likes some these particular games that, and help you are very clear with like this is not your type of game and i'll be very clear with you i don't think it's your type of game so we'll go back and forth <laughs> a little bit so um we'll have to find out what type of gamer you are Rebecca. although we'll see. later on in the show we do find out what type of uh, how you like to play games when you interview um the head of <laughs> id's id software about doom so stay tuned for that yeah, that was that was a fun interview to do. Um, I am a kind of recent Doom fangirl now, um, but it's on Game Pass, so why not try it out? So just to skip ahead, that's what I've been playing for the last week. Um, my roommate is not super thrilled. I think she was kind of surprised to see me playing Doom. Uh, she came does, out does she and I'm like, games? look, I'm holding this guy's head. Like, does, does she play uh, games yeah, she, a lot? <laughs> okay, so this is... This is <laughs> no. She, she's like, oh. That's nice, dear. <laughs> yeah, so I had to turn the volume way down on that one. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I think that in general, I've kind of and I mentioned this in the interview, like I've kind of shied away from games that are on the scarier side. Like right when I, I remember right when I first started playing Doom Eternal, I was like, oh, zombies, no. But um, but the gameplay is actually really sophisticated. Like I actually really like the way that it kind of forces you to, you know, I'm like running out of ammo, running out of health constantly. And you have to kind of get up in there and like get your hands dirty. Whereas normally I like to just shoot things and snipe from a distance. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really different from any first person shooter I've ever played. So I'm, I'm glad that it was on Game Pass and I tried it out. Yeah, we'll have that interview later on. It's uh, it, it it is a, you know you, that's a great description you did there about how you have to get all up in it. You really have to roll your sleeves up and get right up into the action because you the 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 characters will drop things, some of your health and ammo that you can that you need. Yeah. This is this is like this is it's forcing you to get in there. So we need to uh, so you need to try that out, and we'll talk about the enhancements and all the work that they've done over the past uh, over the past year and a half. So that's a, yeah, that's they've been busy. Speaking of that, 
Yes. Rebecca, did you ever play Outriders? Because there was definitely that sort of I'm I'm like you. I like to hang back sometimes and take take things out from as far of a distance as I can. But that game, you really can't. You re, you have to get your hands dirty. And so if mm. you enjoyed that, you've sort of broadened your horizons. Uh, Outriders, also on Game Pass, uh, definitely worth, okay. worth checking out. It. I have it downloaded. I'm just I'm waiting for the invite, Josh. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, are, is, is that pretty much what you've been playing this week? That and the Stay Cool game, Rebecca? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Well, I, I caught up on, um, I missed the first couple episodes of Loki. And so I've been kind of catching up on that mm. and then playing Doom Eternal in my spare time. So well, yeah. that'll do it. What yeah. am I playing? That makes me wonder, Larry, what, what do you watch? Do you, are you watching anything? Yeah. Have oh. you watched Loki? No, I haven't. I really don't. I don't watch a lot of television. I just haven't. I just haven't really had a lot of time. I don't like the people who say I don't watch television. It's like, you watch something, don't you? Rebecca, Rebecca, you'll know this. And Jeff, you know this because we work together so long. But I mean, that's that's what I majored in in, at Syracuse was television (laughs) production. Oh, the irony. I I know. I just just haven't had time. I I spend more time, you know, playing video games and doing doing the interactive media versus the, the passive media. But what did I watch? Did you're I passive, watch? Rebecca. You hear that? You're not interactive. You're passive. Mm. No, which is fine. So it's it's I'm not. It's not. It's just a different type of media consumption. Um, but I haven't really watched anything as of late. Um, I, I, should I watch this, Loki? Should I watch it? Yes, you should. It's Jeff? pretty good. <laughs> Who likes to judge my style and my approach? No, no, no. It's not so much that. I, I mean, I think it's very well put together. I'm, I've only seen the first two episodes so far. I, I have to, to catch up, but it was like 105 in the house. And I had to go watch Fast 9 this weekend for, for the air conditioning. Um, so that's old school going. It's like 1940s before air conditioner was invented. I know, yeah, you went yeah. to the theater to see, see uh, a cool. fine uh, <laughs> King television production. Uh, yeah. So the um, I, I would say like that's probably not your best starting part starting point for like the Marvel universe if you're not already into it. Cause I feel like that's like it's, high IQ. It's sort of like very deep cuts, I, I right? Like, yeah. You, were you yeah. going to say high IQ? Is this a ding on me? Is that what I, that I mean, when I say IQ, I meant like your uh, interactivity, like, 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 like Marvel IQ. Like there's a lot of things that happen in that. And it's like, wait, I think that is pointing to this obscure thing that happened in the second Thor yeah. movie. So, yeah. So wait, but is Larry not that? a, have you not seen all the Marvel movies? Um, so, Rebecca, I, I've talked to Jeff about this. I, have I ever talked about this on the air, Jeff? I don't think I have. Go on. I, I do not prefer Marvel movies. I don't prefer any of the superhero movies. And a lot of people have this connection to superheroes, which is fine when they were growing up in, you know, they had the comic books and things like that. I never had access to any of that media. So when all of these mm. superhero movies started coming out, Everyone was like, oh, they're really in them, which is fine. But I just didn't have that emotional connection to them. And I just I just don't have any interest in seeing them. I just have zero interest okay. at all. Then, so. yeah, you probably shouldn't watch Loki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's it's yeah, I, I think it's I mean, it's not fan service. But like Jeff said, it's like if you which don't know the all yeah. the little jokes. OK, well, anyway, for the for the. For my other nerds out there, it's really good. For <laughs> so. my nerddom, I mean, I, I really tap into the Star Wars universe and things like that. But I want to talk about what I'm playing a little bit here. It's um, yes, please. I've got uh, you can see Doom Eternal. We you know playing around that to check out the um, the update. Um, Scarlet Nexus is here because Jeff said to play it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the Pirate's Life, which is, uh, which of course, Sea of Thieves is, is you know, we had the interview last week with Joe, and you heard all those stories, and that is, uh, that is a fun and and uh, Animal Royale, which Jeff, you're going to talk about in the news section. You have some news about Animal Royale. I was checking that. We do. Out. Uh, and then, of course, I got Apex back there because I was checking out some Apex. So that's that's really that's my week right here in the most recently used list. I mean, that's the best way to look at it. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, there we go. OK, so what's wrong. You seem distracted. <laughs> Who? You. You seem distracted. Are you all right? <laughs> I'm getting the news stories. I'm like, apparently I'm talking about Animal, Animal Royale. So let me get ready. Details on that. Like, my, we've got, uh, my animal gonna, ready. We got a couple interviews coming up here. Um, Jeff, why don't, do you have the interviews? Can you can you can you bring us into the interviews since Rebecca and I did them this week, and it was great to great to have Rebecca do that Doom interview. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, Doom Eternal has now been optimized for Xbox Series X. So I, and S, and I want to know everything that goes into it. That was already a game that looked amazing. So I, I know uh, you were speaking with uh, Marty Stratton, the executive producer over there at uh, ID Software. Um, there's also an article. This was a, a, a huge news new story for this week that um, if you've been on the outside looking in about iOS uh, as an iOS user on uh, for what we call xCloud for, for cloud gaming and you've wanted to try it out, well, your, your time has come. And so Larry's speaking with uh, with Kevin, the, the VP of the xCloud platform, and is going to be uh, talking about that. And then uh, a big update for our like the little game that could uh, grounded. This it's because everyone's little. That's the that's the joke. I'm out here by myself. Uh, so there's a, a huge update called the, the the Shroom and Doom update. So Adam Brennicky, uh from Obsidian stopped by to talk all about I'm that. And, on it, but I, what I do know this. is what. Hey, thank you. There it is. All of those achievements are coming, so I'm very excited. And new spiders, that's the that's the other half. It's like achievements, yay, new spiders. Okay. So uh let's see, let's let's hear from that. What a big week it is for Game Pass. If you are into playing games instantly, this is a pretty extraordinary week for you. Joining me today, I am very excited to bring in Mr. Kevin LaChapelle, who is the VP of Cloud Gaming. Kevin, good to see you. It's good seeing you too, Larry. I gotta, I am, I gotta say, sorry that I've been a fanboy of yours since forever, <laughs> and you know, I, I I can't tell you that how I never would have imagined that my life would end up where I get to actually interact with you directly. It's it's it is awesome. So well, thank thank you, Kevin. You're you're kind. I mean, I say the same thing about you and the engineers <laughs> that I get to work with every day. Let's talk before we get talking talking about some of the the cloud gaming news that was out this week, which is amazing. I want to talk a little bit about you because you 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 were telling me off the air about how you've been at Xbox for about ten years, but you've been at Microsoft for quite some time, like I have, right? Yeah, thirty two years this August will be <laughs> that I've been here. So you have a lot. Of, tell me a little bit about the the different products that you've worked on and your uh, journey well, that brought you into cloud gaming. Yeah, I mean the the short version is I started in Windows, um, doing networking s- technologies. Then I went after I'm going to go really fast because thirty two years could take a long time. <laughs> then I went into apps. I worked on Microsoft Publisher, but then I had a real passion for video. And so I was on one of the founders of the Windows Movie Maker team. Mm -hmm. And then I decided that I really wanted to do something more professional video. So I founded the Expression Encoder team, which was our live streaming video encoding product um, for quite a while. And and then that led to 
me coming to Xbox 10 years ago to help bring uh, video apps to the console. So all the when Netflix and everybody was starting to bring their entertainment apps onto the console, uh, myself and my team came over to really help with that. And and then after that, helped with Xbox One launch, and then I led the backwards compatibility effort. Yes, you did. Um, which was, you know, I've got to say one of the proudest things I've ever been part of. Um, just that moment in the E3 2015 when when it was announced and the crowd went crazy, and I, I had the privilege of being there in the crowd. It was just, uh, it still brings a tear to my eye if I ever watch it on YouTube. And uh, and then now I've been part of xCloud from the very beginning and uh, super excited about what we've accomplished in, uh, and, and what we've shared with the world, uh, what, a couple days ago. Yeah, it's and we're going to talk about that in a moment. I mean, usually I have... Um we have Kareem on the show, who's who's I believe your boss, right? Yep. <laughs> so, and Kareem is great, but I was like, let's get Kevin on because you and I have talked at events, and you know, I remember we. Yeah. I think the I think the last time we saw each other in person was up on that loge level at XO nineteen. <laughs> remember when you guys were setting yeah. everything up back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember running into you there, and we were just catching up. So yeah, yeah we were. So it's great to first of all, it's great to see you. But so it's interesting because your 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 through line here has been video. And that yes. is certainly, you know, I remember when we launched Netflix on Xbox 360, and we were one of the first uh, managed devices that had applications on it like that, right? It mm-hmm. was really, it was really an early day back in the late 2000s. So here we are, a decade later, and you're streaming games, uh, you yeah. know, from consoles in the cloud. I mean, that's that's it. It sounds like the future, but it's here, right? I, I know, is it? Isn't it crazy that like, yeah, my history is sort of perfectly written for this. You know, it's like streaming video, making games run on in places they weren't designed to run from the first time and putting those two together, peanut butter and chocolate, as you said, uh, when you talked to Kareem last. And here we are. It's uh, it's been quite the journey. And it's, you know, I love reading and seeing our fans' responses because, you know, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, it's just, it's fun to, to, to think about, you know, all the fun times everybody's having with it. So this week we announced, uh, there's a blog post up at news.xbox.com. Earlier in the week, we were cloud, we announced that you guys have upgraded uh, in the server racks to Xbox Series X, and you've expanded PC and Apple device availability. Talk to us about those two parts, because that's there's some really there's a lot there. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we we have been busy, you know, for a couple years now on the design of our Series X based um, cloud computers, and we have got we've been spending a lot of time uh, quietly getting them into place in our Azure data centers in all their 22 countries that we're, we're live in are in places to serve those 22 countries. And, um, um, and so this, what we did was we've launched our, um, browser product, xbox.com slash play. Anybody who's a game pass ultimate subscriber has access to that. You can go to that website and uh, pick your favorite game and uh, click play. And behind the scenes, you know, it's kind of crazy. You know, when, when you click to play as a user, you get this rocket ship um, graphic that comes up that says, hold on, we're getting things ready for you. But the amount of effort that we have engineered into it to, you know, from the time you kick play, 
you know, our service goes off, figures out where you're located in the world, figures out the best possible network location to serve you from where we have a server. We go grab a server from the pool. We, we then make sure that um, the game, the DLC, and your, your profile, your save games, you know, you name it, everything there is that, that goes on when, uh, you know, you play on your local Xbox for the first time and it's like syncing profile. Yeah. We're doing that all in parallel in the background as fast as we possibly can. And then once that server is all set up, we start the game and then we um, connect your, you know, when the, we take away the rocket ship logo and yep. we connect you the video the stream curtain, up to <laughs> yeah, connect you straight up and boom, you know, you're off and playing and all that happens in, you know, a matter of, you know, a few, se- you know, seconds. Yep. Um, we're working on making it faster and uh, I think people will be happy when uh, they see what, what we, what we deliver. So that, I mean, you talked about in the blog post, we were talking about that from Catherine, who's the, um, who's in charge of the product over there. You work mm-hmm. with, you talked about the fact that you've upgraded the the data centers to Series X. That's a that's a big deal because they were running on a different. I mean, in the industry, you guys call them blades. Which yep. would you describe the blades visually for some folks that may not understand? So, it? yeah. So in a data center, you know, it's not like you walk in and there's just computers like you'd see at Best Buy. Right. There's big racks, you know, big vertical racks, and they they you slide in these blades that are basically what I don't know three three and a half feet long, inch and three quarters inch high for the smallest version. And so what we've done is we've taken all the hardware we need and we've ranged it as tightly and as carefully as we could into one of those blades. And so each one of those blades for us, you know, is four Series X um, computers and uh, we 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 fill a rack full of those, and then we have a lot of racks. And we, <laughs> I mean that that's pretty amazing. And then the, the interesting part about it is, and you alluded to it a moment ago, is that you know you have to have provision all of those Xbox Series Xs in the rack slash in the cloud in the blade with all the DLC and all the games. That's a, that's all that's a, that's yeah terabytes slash petabytes of storage, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting problem because. You know, when we, we, you know, we started, you know, Series X, as you know, is all SSD based, super fast access rates. And, you know, we've been working part of the part of the work streams for the last couple of years have been working with our friends in Azure on how we can deliver that amount of data that fast to all our uh, um, all our devices, wherever they may be. And so we've spent a lot of engineering effort to uh to make that happen. So yeah, we have basically, you know, core pools of the games and the servers will run out and, you know, grab what they need as fast as, as fast as we can deliver. And then because you upgraded to Xbox series X and S and let's be clear, this is because of the way things are right now. This is the way probably most people may experience their first Xbox series X experience because you know i know a lot of people are trying to get them and there's inventory Mm -hmm. constraints and what have you so that's really exciting and they're going to have that benefit of the really fast loading right which which once you go back or the or things like that you 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 can't go backwards right oh no no i i i I just find myself i i i'm i am so addicted to the fast load times and yeah and, and and to your point yeah if you're if people want to try out the the next generation of gaming and they haven't been able to locate one at their local store xbox.com slash play sign up for game pass ultimate 
you, and and there you go. You've got a you've got a um, the next generation console right there at your fingertips. That, that, that I mean, that's that's the most important thing. And if you're if you're a Game Pass member, you or Game Pass Ultimate member, you go in there and you've got you've got everything right there in this entire yep. catalog of games. That's exciting. And then the other part of it is okay, we've got this great, amazing cloud infrastructure that's global and Xbox Series X. But now you have the ability to play pretty much anywhere on any device yeah. that's exciting I, I mean let's talk about that part now i know the thing that's amazing is so you know we 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 launched into an early beta was it, last september yeah on android devices and then we've spent a lot of time and energy to um deliver a browser-based um experience and um the thing that's amazing about a browser delivery is browsers go everywhere you know, right now we have launched saying that we're on Windows 10 PCs, iOS, you know, Apple, uh, you know, phones, iPads, you know, all those kind of things. Um, but the thing that's amazing is, you know, just every day we find a, a story or or someone tweets us with, hey, I just tried it in my Tesla and guess what? It works, you know, and it's like this, this you know, this amazing thing that uh, that happens and and, you know, the other thing that's really awesome is when you go to something like a browser that goes to all these devices, you know, we've also built into our capabilities to support touch as input because, you know, that's the thing about, you know, when you're a console gamer, having a controller at, the, at, at your fingertips is a no-brainer. But when you're out and about on your cell phone, you know, maybe you have one of the, you know, the ones that these these controllers that are coming out now. Um, like the Razer Kishi or the Backbone. I've got the um, Backbone here, and this is I've got it on my personal device. Yeah, and it is. Uh, this is this is uh, the 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 president of the company is a is a fan of mine, and he sent this over. I mean, this is an amazing device to be able to play, and I won't boot it up right now. Uh, but but to be able to play your devices on there, that's that's pretty extraordinary. And then you talk about the Razer Kishi. I haven't played with that one yet, but I understand that. No, one's I, cool I, I love them both. I yeah. love them both. They're both great devices. You can't go wrong with either. And, but, but the thing is, you know, sometimes you're out and about, like when I travel and I'm in the airport, I'm waiting in security line, you know, I can just pop into a game and I use play touch and, right. and it's, it's awesome, you know, and then I don't get yelled at when I put the game on pause and throw it through the x-ray machine. Well, the, the uh, other thing that to point out is, um, and I know that a lot of people don't have these yet, but, I, but I have the duo. <laughs> uh, yes. And the surface duo is great because you have the ability in this case, it essentially, I mean, everybody, I'll just say it, uh, it turns it into like a Nintendo DS where you've got the touch controls they're loading up right now down here, and I can play Minecraft up here. So that's, mm -hmm. that's. I mean, you can see them right there. I mean, that's, yeah, pretty, that's pretty amazing. That's the beauty of what we're building is, yeah. you know, it's we're, we're creating the tools and the ability for this experience to be just about anywhere. And then it's amazing to, to come back and see how people are, are, are innovating on that. And, uh, you know, the duo is just another example of, you know, a natural evolution um, and how how it just works awesome. And you know, so I also want to point out, it's interesting because Phil, our, our boss, you know, Phil Spencer, mm -hmm. always talks about reaching, you know, billions of gamers and yeah. where they are and putting the game, which, which is something that, that we, we, we live by every day. But what's great about the touch controls is, is you and I have had this experience, I'm sure, where we take this device, which many of us mm -hmm. that listen to this show are so familiar with, and we hand this to somebody who's never gamed, and oh, this yeah. is scary. 
because it's got yes. all these buttons and these things, and I don't know what to do. But what the great thing about touch is, and I don't know if you can see it on this screen, but it's yes. you know, but you can kind of see that we we instead of the A button or whatever, we say, hey, this is the sword, this is run forward, this is mm-hmm. your map. So because of the software and being able to just put it on the screen, we 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 try to lower the barrier and make it more approachable, right? Yeah, and that's one of the things that our friend, like our friends there with Minecraft Dungeons, our friends at Minecraft, they did a little bit of work for us to build in. You know, we support games to do native controls so they can they can uh, support whatever they want. And they did a fantastic job doing that. And we supply, you know, touch for other games as well. And it's... Uh, yeah, and I want to point out, uh, you don't need to have a Surface Duo. Touch is available on a lot of different games. So that's yeah. the most important thing is you don't need to have a Surface Duo. But as as you said, you can also have, you know, devices like this or mm-hmm. the... Uh, in fact, I think I've got some screenshots of them here. Let me bring them up. We've got uh, this device. Tell us about this device. Yeah, that's the Razer Kishi. And it's uh, it's awesome. It sort of like snaps apart. It fits in your pocket when it's folded. It's it folds apart and just snaps onto the end of your on uh, end of your device and the nice thing is it plugs into your device so there's no bluetooth lag in the in the connection um it's it's just really handy and it's so portable backbone similar it's super small and lightweight yeah. and it just snaps on and it's a good one for your apple devices because it's got a lightning connector so yeah and then, of course, the other one, the other one that we show that I was just showing here was was this one, which is which is the backbone. So they're both very yep. similar. Um, but I think that I think the 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 key here is to point out is that we want to we want your games to go with you wherever you are, whether you're mm-hmm. on an iPad, whether you're on an Android device, whether you're on a Windows 10 device, whether you're on a mobile device, whether you want touch, whether you want something yep. a hardware attachment, or whether you want to go, you know, with a standard controller. There's all those options. I mean, it's it's really and there's there's tons of stuff to do it right. And the thing that's that's that I don't want people to miss here is we're on a journey, right? We are working to create how the next three billion, how we reach three billion gamers, you know. And and how do you do that? How do you reach out to people in areas where consoles aren't a thing or PCs or whatever? But but just the examples of the Razer Kishi and the Backbone. You know, those didn't exist a year ago. Right. You know, and it's like we are on a journey where the whole ecosystem is starting to say, hey, this is interesting. Let's how can we lean in? How can we support it? And it's only just going to get better and better and better as we evolve the platform. We evolve the, the, the devices that support it, I think, is just I, for one, am super excited about just what the what the future is going to hold for this. Well, I'm excited because you're the man, you and your team are the guys building it. So, yeah. I, and you guys have built some amazing things. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm famous for going to product teams and, and engineers. Hey, how about we do this? Or how about we do that? And I know that I've talked to you about some ideas and you guys are working mm-hmm. on some really cool stuff, but that's, what's great about it is you can build it out and you don't look, if you want an Xbox series S or an X, you know, we're going to, you, you have that option. Yeah. If you don't even, you just want to play games wherever you are and you, you're going to be able to play on your, your PC, your iPad, your iPhone, your Android. I mean, the, the list of, of Xbox mm-hmm. compatible devices just goes on and on. And now yeah. you've brought it to the browser, which is just really fantastic. And I, I must say, uh, well done to the team. I know you guys are still tweaking it. It's, it's in beta, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I, I love, 
yeah, we're just in this test and learn mentality in our team of like, let's, let's get out there. Let's try it. Let's see how it goes. Let's listen to our fans. Let's listen to the feedback. Let's make constantly improve. And, and I think that is the right way to try and build the, the future. You know, you, you, I think people make mistakes when they try and say, well, I know what the future is going to be. And I think, you know, you just got to constantly be open and listening and re and react and, uh, and deliver what people are asking for. And, uh, if you do that and you do that consistently, you're going to end up in a place where everybody's really happy. And that's what you guys have been doing. It's, it's, as you said a moment ago, it's a journey. And a lot of the, uh, gamers are on the journey with us. I mean, that's to your point, yeah. go to xbox.com forward slash play, start playing, give us your feedback. I know when I, when I finish a game, when I'm playing, when I'm streaming a game, you're like, Hey, how did I do? Was it good? Was it bad? You guys are taking that <laughs> yeah. feedback all the time. Oh yeah. Right? Very seriously. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really amazing. And I'm so excited about some of the things you're working on. I know that, um, I was talking to Kareem after our interview last time, and he told me about some of the some of the things you guys are. I don't want to give too much away, but some of the things you're doing in the pipeline to reduce the the latency, which is pretty. Oh yeah, amazing. <laughs> we have some we have some tricks up our sleeves, um, and uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 part of the secret sauce that you guys build. So I, I want to thank you, uh, Kevin, on behalf of gamers everywhere, for all the great work that your team is doing. The fact that you've got uh, you know Xbox Series X racks in the you know in the cloud mm -hmm. now, um, and you're running on uh, you know in browser and expanded PC and Apple device availability is amazing. I do want to come down to the office sometime, a to see you again, but B, yeah. I remember this the, the last time I came down, you you had one of those blades. Remember, and it was all yeah. over your desk, and you were showing me that, that was like one of the yeah. highlights of that week for me I, i'll never yeah, forget we, that we've now i've been making up uh you know i've i when i one of my many visits over to azure they have this wall of their their blade designs that they've had over the years and i was like i want one of those and so we're creating that at the office please come down and uh you can come and come and hang out with us anytime yeah it's it's well it's great to great to chat with you uh as as you said earlier xbox.com forward slash play uh start mm -hmm. start playing games give us feedback Please. let us know what you want and and kevin thank you thank you and your team again for for an, another amazing moment for for game streaming oh you're welcome and it's our pleasure and my team is super happy to to do this for our gamers and uh the gamers to come so thank you so I have a bit of a confession to make. Doom Eternal was my first foray into the Doom series, which I know is kind of blasphemy in the gaming industry. But, um, you know, anyone who knows me knows the games that are a little bit on the scarier side or with a lot of gore, I tend to shy away from. Um, but when it launched into Xbox Game Pass, I figured I had to give it a shot. And I'm so glad that I did because it's a pretty amazing game. Um, and so I'm so happy today to be joined by the director of its software, uh, Marty Stratton. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind just first telling us a little bit about your history with it and the Doom series. I mean, I know that it's more than 20 years old, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I was fortunate to join it back in 2000. Um, I was a producer at Activision before uh, before joining it, I was their producer at Activision. So I've, I've been lucky enough to work with the team and, and on id games, really going all the way back to, um, to Quake 2 and the Quake 1 mission packs even. So uh, it's been a long time for me. Um, you know, obviously, like a lot of people was inspired by Doom, uh, you know, when it, when it came out in the early 90s. 
and uh, and just you know it's 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 an awe inspiring game. It's one of those you know cultural phenomenons that hits and and you know everybody is just is, is can't believe it when, when it happens. Um, it's kind of like the this uh, you know like a Star Wars moment of video games. <laughs> I, I, I tend to relate yeah. it to, but uh, um, but it was it was awesome. And and uh, you know soon after I was I, I happened to be working with the team you know at, at a distance at the time and. And joined the company in 2000 um, and have just been on the most amazing ride ever since. Um, you know, we've grown a lot since those days. And, and then obviously in 2016, uh, took on the challenge um, to, to reboot the franchise really with, uh, with Doom 2016. And, and um, kept, kept that nucleus of people together going into Doom Eternal and the expansion packs and um, and, and just really have a, an amazing team at it, like the, the, the best, the best team we've ever had at the studio, I think. And, and, uh, um, and, you know, I, I think you're seeing it with the, with the content we're, we're putting it, putting out at this point. Yeah. I mean, the last year in particular has been crazy for everyone, but I can only imagine the pressure that there was to launch a game during a pandemic and not just launch it, but, you know, I think release on multiple platforms, new platforms, you know, releasing the ancient gods. I mean, that must've been crazy for everyone. It was, it was the craziest time that I think I've, I've had in my, uh, my career, frankly. And, and again, just going back to the team we have at it and how well everybody adapted and, um, and, and just kind of put, put heads down and got work done, solved problems. There were so many problems that, that, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, problems of the pandemic, you know, when it comes to video game development are certainly pale in comparison to, to, to what, you know, a lot of people go through, but, you know, everybody, you know, everybody has to, has to keep, keep moving. So, um, the, the team just solved, solved problems and, and, uh, and worked hard. And, um, it was really crazy because when when we went home when we were kind of sent home uh it was it was about four days before we were launching doom eternal so we basically rushed out all of the people that were going to be the most important in in the back-end services and ensuring that the launch went out off without a hitch um and then kind of had everybody else uh follow along but uh but yeah we moved out literally right as we were launching the game we didn't even get our copies of the game we all get cinemax always gets us collector's editions and we didn't even get our collector's editions. Um, it happened so fast, but, uh, but yeah, just buckled down, um, delivered both, uh, ancient gods DLCs over the course of, uh, the, the ensuing year. Um, which is, uh, again, I think some of, you know, some of our best combat, it's, it's unbelievable, um, scope and scale to the world. We really didn't compromise, um, uh, from, from you know, in any facet on that, on that work. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and then just recently are releasing the, uh, just yesterday, uh, released the, uh, 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 update six, which, um, includes, uh, you know, our next gen update, um, more new content, uh, new battle mode content. Um, so really some fantastic stuff. The team's just been unbelievable. Yeah. I'd love to know more about update six, but first, um, I just want to address, like, you guys also released this week the next-gen upgrades, right, for Xbox Series X, S, even PS5. I mean, I've I've worked with some folks who have done ray tracing, and I know that that's no small feat. So, I mean, you guys, I mean, more than a year later, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, the, the platforms that support it just, you know, basically just came out, but... Uh, uh, at the, at the end of last year, but, uh, but yeah, the, the team, the engine team's been working on it for a while. Um, and really, really proud of, of the effort. They, um, you know, 
Billy, Tiago, Jean, Axel, um, Bogdan, our team in Frankfurt, uh, they just, you know, they've, they've built an engine that is incredibly, incredibly flexible when you look at the number of platforms it runs on. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then everybody loves, loves new technology and more power. And ray tracing has been something on the radar for, for a really long time. Um, so, uh, to, so to be able to, to now have it out there and, and give players, um, you know, just that, that little extra, you know, that extra p- push to the visuals. Um, we, we've also included a couple other modes, uh, you know, video modes that, that, that people can choose from, uh, depending on what their preference is. There's a performance mode that allows you to play the game. If you have a, if you have 120 Hertz TV, uh, you can play, um, at a higher resolution at 120 Hertz. Um, you can also play at 4K at 60 hertz, um, and, and then of course on uh, Series X and PlayStation 5, and, and you know a bunch of the, the uh, high-end video cards you can you can play in the ray tracing. So it's really giving players a, a lot of different choices in, in how to play, and and honestly, playing it at you know 4K um, uh, 60 hertz is. I mean, it's just unbelievable looking as well. So you know, the the having that choice between you know, ray tracing and, uh, you know, or just, you know, super high resolution um, and, and high frame rate. I think giving players that choice is, is really awesome. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. I think the first like 10 minutes I played Doom Eternal, I was kind of running around making a like uh, face. Um, but now, like I have to say, you've, you've kind of you've kind of sold me on some of the gore and like the really like the gameplay really keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's unlike anything. I've, I've played a lot of first person shooters, but I've never experienced anything like this where I was kind of forced to get up into the action. You know, I'm usually more of a, you know, I'm going to shoot you from a distance kind of gal. But yeah, this it's totally sure. revolutionary. Like I, I love it. I, I appreciate um, you saying I, that, and I think I think that 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 is how a lot of people are are are, are feeling. And and it's it's funny. There's kind of been even a resurgence of people who put it down when they when they first played it, and then are picking it back up and and basically saying, you know, wow, I, I kind of missed on the on the first time around on this. And and uh, you know, credit to our design team and Hugo and and uh, and our, our programmers. We've actually made a, a quite a few changes over the course of the year as well. We've we've continued to balance the campaign. Um, you know, uh, d- to ensure that it, it really is approachable, no matter you know what difficulty you play on, and uh, and and that there's a ton of content to 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 play. Yeah, I'm curious, what difficulty level do you usually play on? I usually play so uh, when I'm when I'm testing a lot and really you know like at, right at the end of the at the end of the uh, uh, at the end of development, um, I, I was playing on ultra violence consistently to, to, to ensure that I not only have a challenge, but get through it. I can play on nightmare, but that is, you know, that's, that's pushing myself to, to the limit. I'm dying a lot. Um, if I want the ultimate challenge, but ultra violence is, is kind of my, my go-to. Now I will say, uh, the, the DLCs are, are, they kind of notch it up a bit. So as you complete your, your doom eternal run and you go into the DLCs, don't feel bad about knocking it, knocking it down a, a notch because it, it does, it does really, you know, we, we call our, you know, call our player base who've been with us and, and, and really put in the time, you know, we call them the black belts. And, and a lot of times that DLC is built for, for the black belts. So, um, but we have, we have a ton of difficulty settings, um, you know, even in, in the, uh, we, we, we release and, and actually as part of update six, we released a new master level. We have, we have these master levels that are basically kind of combat remixes on an existing level um, that are, that are more challenging, but 
of course, on all of those, we also include all difficulty settings. So even if you even if you don't want that really, really hard challenge, you can bring it down and, and play on one of the lower difficulty settings um, in the in the Terrace Nevada master level that we're putting it that we have an update six. Um, we've even included extra life mode, um, which is a, which is a totally fun way to play it on, nice. on multiple difficulty settings. So it's is, there's there's a lot of ways to play the game. Yeah, I know that. I mean, but there's, I have no shame in saying I've just been playing on Hurt Me Plenty. I think that's respectable. <laughs> but I don't know is, if I can handle is, mu- I, much I, more all, than that. All yet. of the difficulty settings. Yeah, all of the difficulty settings are really respectable. And 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 truly, I mean, the 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 thing about the game is that no matter what difficulty setting you play it on, it is very much the same game. We don't, you know, on the on the lowest in difficulty settings, we don't change the gameplay. Um, so when you're, you know, if, if you, if you want to play on, you know, on, uh, on the easiest, it's, it, it's, you're playing the exact same game. Um, enemies are, are reacting the same. You're still needing to hit, hit shots. You're still needing to move. The fundamentals are still the same. You know, all of the mechanics are still the same. And, and, and honestly, as you, as you, as you get better, then I think, you know, bumping it up and, and having that challenge or playing it again or playing a master level is, is really a fun way to go. Yeah. Totally. I think I need to try playing during the daytime because I've been playing at night and <laughs> it's it's a little, maybe not the best idea for someone not super experienced yeah. with uh, scarier games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doom Eternal definitely trends more towards uh, towards action, but but certainly there's there's a lot going on. And and, uh, um, you know, and, and, and I can I can I can understand that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else that you want to add? I mean, this has been a big week. Update six out this week. Um, players should definitely go check it out. Anything else you want to add? Uh, well, I, I think there's, you know, I would encourage people to go to the slayersclub.com and check out the full list of updates. Um, we really did. Um, uh, I mean, it's a big update for us. A lot of balance changes. Um, I mentioned the Terrace Nevada Master Level, which is fantastic. We also have a new battle mode map for our battle mode players. It's called Corrosion. Really, really good map. Um, we've actually done a lot of testing with our kind of privately with our kind of hardest core community, and and they they gave it just a, a really nice stamp of approval before we launched it. So, um, and and also some really nice um, updates to to battle mode from a from a network perspective, we, we got some uh, bandwidth optimizations in that there's been some server hitching that has frustrated some people, but we think we got that solved. So um, it's it's really a great time to, to jump into the game again or jump in for the first time. Um, there's so much content with the with the uh, Ancient Gods DLCs um, and then with all of the updates we've made. And now, obviously, with the new platforms um, and, and new options like ray tracing, it's just never been a better time to, to, to jump into Doom Eternal. And, and of course, you know, with it being on Game Pass, if you have a uh, if you have that, it's uh, it's just perfect. Nice. I didn't even have to mention it. Thank you for. <laughs> yeah. So. Everyone, go check out Doom Eternal. Lots of great stuff to check out this week. And thank you so much, Marty, for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. We are coming up on the one-year anniversary of Grounded, and joining me today is the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Brennicke. Adam, great to see you. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. Good to see you too. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to see you, and it's you know, I, you and I saw each other in real life a few weeks ago when we had our. Um, when we had our game showcase, um, so it yep. was great to see you there. But I was, you and I were talking that the last time we saw each other, you were the one of the very last people I saw in real life when we were at PAX East when the world was caving in, right? 
Yep, that was that was right before uh, we all went into quarantine, and it was it was pretty surreal. That was our last like hurrah before we all had to start working at home. Um, but that was yeah, that was in Boston, and yeah, uh, yeah it, was, it was good good to kind of like see you again too. Like a couple weeks ago, it was, it was pretty uh, pretty cool to see everyone in person. Well, it was all, and it was great to see what you guys were doing on on the showcase, the ex- extended showcase. Let's talk about some of the news you guys have because it's some really, really cool stuff. And tell us how how things are going with Grounded. I said we're coming up on the one year anniversary. Congratulations on that milestone. Tell thank us you, about thank it. you. Yeah, so uh, we are approaching our one year, and that's one year in early access and game preview. And uh, our our update, which is actually live right now, um, is our Shroom and Doom update, and it's our really one of our biggest updates that we put out. And it's one of those things that we're going to continue developing the game over you know over time, and we're just adding more and more to it. So in this update, we've added our first uh, boss fight. We've added a bunch of new buildings in the game, and a whole lot of other stuff that we're super excited about. And it's it's just been really awesome to see how the game has evolved in the the past year. The team is super excited about this new content that we're putting out there, and uh, we're just happy to to kind of get it out there and see how everyone's enjoying it. And uh, I think it's super cool to be in this position where we want to just continue, you know, talking with our community and updating and and making the game as best as it can be. We, we you know, one of the things you have is the game's first boss, which to yep. no <laughs> to, to no one's surprise. <laughs> Tell us about the first boss. Yeah, so to no one's surprise, it's a big spider. It's the Broodmother. And we did actually have the Broodmother in, in the game um, when we first launched a year ago. And By we way, just felt like it was on screen here. <laughs> yes. Yep. And we, we felt like it wasn't just hitting the mark that we, you know, we wanted to really make a cool boss fight, a really memorable one and, and add all those features that you really expect from a boss fight. And so we we went kind of back to the drawing board and developed this new boss fight with the Broodmother. And it's super cool. She's very much the hardest thing in the yard, a uh, very big challenge. And it just requires a lot of skill. Um, you, you definitely have to craft uh, and make sure that you have all of the, the highest tier gear to take her on. Um, and if you're also having problems, like bring a buddy. Um, it, it's definitely uh, uh, easier if you have uh, friends helping you out. It's uh, it's yeah. I mean, it is. Well, it's funny because, of course, the boss would have to be the spider because that's the thing. I remember <laughs> talking to you about the game when it, you know, when you guys went into game preview when it first was uh, publicly available. Is that was one of the areas you spent a lot of time working on in terms of what is what is this character and how does it because people have general arachnophobia there's a name for it mm-hmm. and how do you address it? So tell us a little bit about you know your decisions to go with that as the boss. Yeah, um, I think it's one of those things that we we have this balance of really, really cool, like visual stuff and grounded, very serene moments, uh, especially when you watch like the sunset uh, above the fence. And it just it's really calming. But we also have these like scary moments and we want to definitely have those 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 things that really frighten you and, and grounded. And um, I think that's one of those things that when we were developing spiders, um, we, we definitely wanted to make those very, very scary in the game. Um, very much a, a big challenge, something that you, you feel like you have to survive against these, these giant creatures in this yard. And the spider was the perfect fit for that. Um, and with the broodmother, uh, we wanted this to kind of amp it up a little bit more. Um, we, we have wolf spiders that are super challenging in the yard. We have orb weavers that are very challenging, but this was kind of the next step. Um, 
I think it just looks really uh, metal too. The 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 orb weaver, uh, it's like a, a special type of orb weaver, and it just has these spikes on it, and it looks really really nasty looking. Um, and she's she's definitely nasty, um, and, and when you fight her as well. And we just wanted to you know really kind of push that spider uh, to the next level. You know, I want to point out that you're a game director of Grounded, but it feels like you're also an entomologist to some degree <laughs> with all the stuff that you had to learn about. Because because that's important to know is that you put these real life, you know, insects in the game that are based on the real life insects. But you also wanted to be faithful, for lack of a better term, to what those insects are and do, right? Yeah, I, we, we have to take some liberties because it is a game and we want to make sure that the player is having fun. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely look at and we do a lot of research every single creature that we add to the yard every insect um we definitely look and do a lot of research to see how they behave uh what do they look like what do they eat um what are what what's are they nocturnal do they come out during the day um and we try to f you know fill that role in the ecosystem of our backyard and so like yeah the, the we the orb weaver and the the one that we have as the brood mother uh i think that was like one of those things when we saw pictures of it when we're doing our research it just looks so cool and we're like hey we gotta find a place to, to have this creature in the yard tell us uh, one of the other areas is the community feedback and and the 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 mushrooms tell us a little bit about that because i got some i got some stuff to show here <laughs> i want to see if you could talk through that yeah so mushrooms are our next big thing um in terms of base building so we have a lot of new base building features and the the main ingredient for these uh these new uh, base building uh, walls that we have are mushrooms. So all the mushrooms that you've previously encountered in the yard, all those are now harvestable, including this little small baby ones, uh, the big toadstools, all those mushrooms uh, you can now cut down and bring back to your base. Um, the first thing you have to do with all those mushroom pieces, though, is put it into the grinder. The grinder is a new uh, utility building that we've added with this update. And you have to grind it up into what we call mushroom slurry. And you take those, that mushroom slurry, and then you can take it to this new other building called the oven. And then you can bake those into uh, bricks. And then use those bricks to build up your mushroom fortress. And there's a whole ton of new uh, base building, um, like arches. We got pillars made out of mushrooms. We got really cool doors to build. And it allows you just that extra level of customization um, for your, for your base. And I, I think you can build like really, really cool, big, huge castles now. And it's really, really exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting element here. And here's the, by the way, here's <laughs> that, here's that, here's that. <laughs> for those of you who are you run away from the screen now. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of drop that on folks. Yeah. Here you can see people yeah. <laughs> harvesting the mushrooms and taking care of that. And that's, that's a, th that was something that was directly from the community. They wanted that type of component in the game, right? Yeah, that's kind of our, our, our next tier of base building. So a lot of people just want more options in base building um, and just more things to, to use, more options. And that was one of the ways that we're allowing base builders to kind of have the extra level of customization. You know, you're coming up, I mentioned this a little bit ago at the beginning of the interview, talking about your one year anniversary coming up later this month. Um, what, what's what are, that's got to feel great for you guys to to hit that milestone, but also have such incredible excitement still around the game and going on this journey with with the community and having them help you design and build this game and give you some focus. Yeah, and we have a great community team. We have a great Discord channel where we we love interacting with our community and just seeing you know what what are people liking 
Um, and then we want to, as developers, we want to emphasize that stuff in the game. What are people not liking? And we want to see if we can fix it and, and seeing if there's options on, on what we can do to, to make those elements that maybe aren't gelling with people. How do, how do we make that better? Um, and I think it's a really, really enlightening as a game developer to be able to re really work closely with your community in building the best game that you can possibly make. And over the past year, we've added so much cool stuff um, based on community feedback. Um, and I think that's just something that we want to continue to do uh, for the future of Grounded over the next year and hopefully even longer than that. Yeah, it's it's because it, it it feels like you guys. I think that last time I was down there when I when I came down for um, the launch of Outer Worlds, I remember you guys were at the end of the hallway and they wouldn't let me go down there because you had you hadn't announced <laughs> the game yet. There was a small team, you and the small team were working on it, and certainly now it's in the public. So it's I need to come back down and see you guys because I, I love coming to your offices and seeing you, which are there now the creativity that you have and 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 the 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 just the excitement around what you're building and that's that's the beautiful part about it. I remember back in the day. You know, you certainly remember you'd, you'd ship a game and you'd go on vacation. Now, yep. shipping the game is now the beginning. It's no longer the end, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, uh, whenever we, even with the Shroom and Doom update, we want to continue to, like, look at how people are engaging with those features and seeing, like, hey, like, let's, let's, how can we make this better? And I think that's just really, really fun as a developer looking at the, the, the way you know, like watching people play like I think that's something that the team enjoys doing just seeing how people engage with the content and I think that's yeah we're, we're just not done yet and we just want to continue to, to build and build and build and and make the best game that we possibly can what's the best way that they can find you I mean I've got your social up here I didn't know if there was a you know for, for you talked <laughs> um, about ground the in the game yeah, yeah ground in the game um, on Twitter and then we have the discord which is uh, ground in the game on discord. Um, and we have our website, which, you know, has all the links um, to if you want to, you know, see all the social media links and stuff like that. And more importantly, if you're a Game Pass member, right, just jump in, yeah. right? Just <laughs> jump the... in. And I, that's the beauty of it, right? Like there's uh, the barrier of entry is really small. Um, and it's, it's a blast. Like um, if, if you're not a huge fan of survival games, I also, you know, try it out. Like one of our focuses with Grounded is to make survival accessible. Um, and that was one of our, our key things when developing Grounded is making we wanted to just make... Making Survivor survivable, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just making it fun. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a very fun game, and that's part of why like the team really enjoys working on it is that we're just having fun with it. And I think that, you know, working with uh, the, the awesome team that we have at Obsidian and also just working with our community and, uh, you know, it's just, we're just having fun. And I think that's what games are all about. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're here. Well, Adam, appreciate you giving us an update on on Grind. We'll have you on again because, as you said, you're adding all the time to the game. So maybe yep. in a few months, we'll get you back on. And I promise Yeah, we got I'll a lot of new stuff. Yeah, we, I we're, promise I'll give we're people a heads work. up if I show that spider, <laughs> so I apologize. Yeah, we're already working on new stuff. So that's that's also exciting. You know, as you said, like the, we don't stop here. We're just continuing to, to build and, and make awesome new stuff for Grounded. All right. Thank you, my friend. Congratulations on the on the milestone of one year having it in folks' folks' hands for a year. And we'll get you on again soon. Have a uh, have a great summer and stay safe. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks to Adam, Kevin, and uh Marty for talking to us about all these new updates. I love it when things that we have access to get better in the case of Doom, in the case of Grounded, and uh in the case of more people getting to try out cloud gaming now.
Not only that, but the fact is you heard from Kevin, the fact that we've got these Xbox Series X's racked up in the cloud and there's, you know, I don't know how many of them, <laughs> but they're all in the cloud everywhere around the globe. And you can you can you can check it out and play on your iOS device. I've got my backbone back here. For my I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying that out, too. It works incredibly well. It sure does. And uh you know, just, I feel like just I should get the guy. On the, I want to get the guy, the president of the company, on. I should reach out to him because he sent me one. He was a really nice guy who had me, wrote me a very nice note. I should reach yeah, out. Sure that's a Larry. Can. That's a Larry yeah. move, right? Is, is oh, I'll just talk to the president of the company. I like your product, well, and he will no, reply he, to he me. He's on major I can't recall the exact story, but he said that he sent me a nice note because he was when he was growing up, he used to watch all my videos and everything, and he got into the business because of me. So I inspired him, Jeffrey. So that's why, and I want to talk to him. So. Thank you for opening the door for that humble brag, Jeff. <laughs> no, that's cool. And, and so basically, yeah. if we, we follow this to its to its logical end, is that that beautiful device, the backbone, which works so great for an iPhone, is really, we think we should be thanking you. Is that what you're saying, Larry? I, 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 thank you, Larry. I, 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 if, <laughs> if, if you feel like that's necessary, but it's, I, I, I recommend not. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's necessary. I've, look, I would not be here if it wasn't for Larry. So I, I, we joke that there's truth in it. I, look, I just, you're, 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 we're all good people end up at good places. We'll say that. So thank you. Hmm. Um, anyway, it's, uh, we've got, we've got a little bit of news coming up here. It's, you know, we're, our, as we head into the weekend, depending upon when you're listening to this, you know, we're heading into the holiday weekend here in the U.S. It's July 4th, celebrating the independence from those, uh, from those Brits. UK, Jeff. Uh, yes, I, I, I was not a red coat. Um, so if, I think it worked out. And here's the thing. Actually, I was having this conversation with my daughter. She's learning American history now because I'm making her learn over the summer because I'm a monster. And, um, you know, I was trying to explain to her like, because we learned like a really narrow view yeah. of American history. And it's like, it's not like nothing in the world was going on. And then we revolted against the English. Like there was like a a tremendous amount of like larger wars that were happening at that time. And it's like the reason the English didn't take it back during 1812 is because Napoleon was running riot during that time over Europe. And so yeah. there's like a larger piece. It's just, I'm trying to like teach her like, we're part of like a larger world and there was a lot of interesting things here. But at the end of the day, it's like, are we getting fireworks next week? And the answer is yes. So. <laughs> I didn't realize that's that's where you guys are going with that, but okay. Well, I didn't know you were coming to me for for the UK independence. I, I, here we are, Larry. Anyway, I just so had, look, no, I you, just you want to throw say me on ice. I'm going to just... We've got the holiday. We've got uh, we're in July. We're in the you know if you're in the northern hemisphere, it's it's warm in a lot of places. Southern hemisphere, you guys are in the middle of your winter down there. So it's I was checking the checking the weather out in Australia. It looks like it's rather chilly, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> kicking to me for that too, Rebecca. Why don't you tell me about the Australian weather? You're the weather guy, so I have to kick to you. Rebecca. Have you been to, Have you been to Australia? No, I haven't, but it sounds like this is a great time to visit. Oh, it's it's beautiful <laughs> down there. I, I loved going down there. Except, as I've said before, famously, watch it because everything wants to kill you. That's the and that's the truth. Right. So, um, yeah. But anyway, we've got uh, we've got some news coming up here. It's even though it's July and there's a, you know people think after our our game showcase a few weeks ago things are quiet, but nope, we're trucking along. We got uh, games with gold. We hey, there's actually something pretty cool. This is um, let me let me pull this up here. I think, I think, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for showing this, but I will. You know how we have these backgrounds on the console for Series X and S? We're adding a new one. Yep. We're adding this one. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to, I'm going to. Does it have a name? 
I don't know what the name, this one is. What is this one? I think it's Mercury. That uh, seems fitting. Yeah, it's kind of undulating okay. there. Uh, but anyway, that'll, that'll be, if you, if, you, if you don't have it yet, you'll probably get it in the next, uh, the next uh, week or so as an update for Xbox Series X and S. So that's something fun. But anyway, Jeffrey, news. What do we got? Could that be the background for the for the podcast? Because I'm looking at this orange, yeah, and I'm just, just like sweating. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. Is I'm gonna show it to you and tell you what the problem is because they sent me the raw file. Because um, I said, hey, I need this, and right before we went on the air here, I had it and um, I had it loaded in. Let me show you what the challenge is. Is that it's it's going, Ooh. and then when you get hold on a second, you'll get oh, to the end here, and it there's this, loop. Yeah, uh, it, it does, it's not a smooth loop. Right here, hold on a second. Five, four, three. And then watch this. You'll see like this. It just kind of jumps. Why did it not go? Larry, we're waiting. So it's not, it's not quite, I mean, I'm happy to leave it up here as long as you don't mind having this, this jarring cut every minute or so. You want to vote? I mean, is our choice? What are our choices? Searing orange or I jumpy? Back, I how, Mercury. how about Syracuse orange? There we go. Now I, I can just go. I can go back. Two out of three. To, I can go back no. to smooth green. There you go. Ripples. That's the name. That's better. Just, it's calming. Thank you. Yeah, my pulse rate is dropping rapidly, but it will increase as I download the new games with gold for July of 2021. <laughs> nice. So I'm trying here. I'm trying, Rebecca. It's so hot in here. You have no idea. So a uh, couple new games that become available now, assuming you listen to this on July 1st, uh, or give or take. So Planet Alpha is available. And also Conquer Live and Reloaded. Those will be available uh, through the first half of the month. And once you get to uh, the middle of the month, uh, July 16th, Rock of Ages Make and Break will become available. And then Midway Arcade Origins that one is the one I'm looking most forward to. So a number of like games <laughs> that you used to, have to pay a quarter for when I was a child, like uh, Defender and Gauntlet and uh, uh, Rampart and other other things like that, sort of classic childhood, or in the case of Rebecca, your parents probably played these games and uh, that'll be available to you. The Xbox Live Gold or Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, uh, that'll be July 16th. Do you play Rampage, Jeff or Rebecca? Yes. Oh, God, that was so Maybe if I saw it, I might remember. It, I mean, Jeff, how would you describe it? You're in New York, so if, if you looked out the window and there was a giant monster climbing up the building and then punching it repeatedly <laughs> and then occasionally right, eating a person inside for health, uh, it was cartoony at the time. It was much more. Um, but you basically just had to destroy uh, all these cities. Oh, I think for I some have reason, played this, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're destroying, right? I think they yeah. did a reboot. Yeah, they did a reboot at one point, and uh, it just – I. That's where I learned Peoria, Illinois, because I feel like that was the very first city that you would always start with. I think you're with. right. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we talked about That's a number of games geography. that are... Th if you're learning geography from me, then the school system <laughs> has failed. Uh, and history as well. Yeah. Anyway. So um, uh, we talked about Doom, and we talked about... Uh, so Doom becoming optimized for Xbox uh, Series X and S, and of course we talked about Grounded's uh, update as well. Greedfall, this is a game that was very interesting, sort of historical, uh, third-person third action RPG uh, that came out, came out, I want to say, last year at some point. And I remember starting it, and there were some very interesting ideas here. Um, 
I will say like the performance was so, so in the frame rate perspective and it did kind of, it bugged me a little bit. I'll just be honest with you all. Um, and I feel comfortable being honest because now along with a new update for content, the game is now optimized for Xbox series X and X, X and S. And there's a performance mode that you can choose that, uh, prioritizes frame rates. You can get it up to 60 frames a second. And I'm going to take another look at Greedfall. Um, it is on, there's a gold edition that's uh, um, $39.99. There might be a, a standard version as well. Um, it's definitely, I think it started at, at 60. So my, if, if historical RPG with action sounds interesting to you, where you make your own character, now optimized for Series X and S, uh, I think it probably warrants another look. I agree. So uh, here's the deal. Free. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game. So uh, if you recall, about six months ago, uh, it was LeBron sort of put out there working with him that uh, basically asking for ideas for a game based on the new Space Jam game, which comes out uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, some ideas came in, and two of them were put together uh, to become a game that is going to be available now if you're on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is it's in the perks section. Uh, for everyone, it'll be free uh, when the movie comes out in the middle of uh, ju in July sixteenth. So uh, something to, to keep an eye out for. And I was like looking at the game. It's like a beat 'em up where you're you know you're you're LeBron partnered with Bugs Bunny and um, Lola Bunny. And I was wondering like you know where the game came from. And it turns out I was do, did a little research and it's made by some interesting folks. There's a company called Digital Eclipse and they specialize in like retro remakes yep. of games. Um, and so like uh, they, they did the Street Fighter collection. <laughs> I to have them do that. Uh, Aladdin and Lion King remake that came out. But I was just look, like looking at the people that work there and some really interesting folks. So Mike Micah, who, do you remember iDarb? Yeah. Larry, we back haven't had Mike yeah. on, we haven't had Mike yeah. on the show in a long time. Have I mean, we? You remember Wreck-It too? So Mike, he's the studio head, really great guy. Let's like knows the, the history of games in and out. I think that's great. Uh, Frank Cifaldi, right I believe, also worked on that. And then, and then I was looking, and Drew Scanlon works there. Drew Scanlon, you might recall as the person who did this famously. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> you do the, the blinking, the blinking. Oh, gift. like. The meme, is, yeah. He is the, the meme. meme. Yeah, is Drew Scanlon. Uh, he was from, I think it was a giant bomb at the time when that was taken. And he's working at this company, Digital Eclipse. Also former uh, Wired and Kotaku writer, Chris Kohler. Really some like very, like too. I looked at this, I was like, wow, wow. I, all these names are familiar. Yeah. So a pretty good pedigree uh, of, of folks at Digital Eclipse. And that is who's making the, uh, the Space Jam game. So I'm excited to check that out. Um, these people know they're brawlers, so there's, they definitely know what, know where that history comes from. Here's a connection for you, Larry, that you might know. Yes. And I saw a, a game that's coming out. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. The Dungeon of Nahubuk, the Amulet of Chaos. <laughs> anyway, I was reading it. I, well, that might have been a perfect you did butcher it. So. <laughs> well, we don't. N-A-H-E-U-L-B-E-U-K, two E-U combinations. You don't see that too often. Yeah, so um, uh, anyway, um, it's a tactical RPG, which caught my attention. But then I was looking, a lot of the voice talent uh, is familiar. And Felicia Day is the voice of the Wizardess. And She's so I know Larry, you and Felicia. She's a good friend yeah. of the show. Let's I get her on the show. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, listen, we'll get Mike on the show. We'll get Felicia on the show. Felicia has not been on the show in a long time. So I, sh I should totally get her on. I think PAX one year. 
Oh, I mean, we, yeah. we, I've, I mean, I've been friends with her for like 15 years, it seems. So this is, this is amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll get her on. All right. And the last thing, because you demanded it, Larry, um, I want you to soak up Super Animal Royale's Summer Royale event. So uh, there is an event that is going between now and July 20th, where there is a, f- uh, a bunch of new items and uh, basically a Royale event. Uh, so it's a game called Super Animal Royale. And they have a summer event with a lot of. It looks very cute, actually. So this yeah. is a game that I think. Can you go that, full screen? Uh, I want to see. Yeah, let's uh, let's bring it up here. It's uh, an Xbox game preview game. It is. Let's yeah. Bring it up here. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a preview game, so it's uh you know. Tell me about it. Well, it's it's what it sounds like. It's a it's a battle royale <laughs> with, with with animals, Jeff. I mean. <laughs> You've been I love in the pitch it. meeting. It's, you know what it is. So, so it's like cute PUBG. <laughs> yeah. So I um all for it. Yeah, I downloaded it before. Uh, so you got to. It's it's actually got a pretty pretty beefy UI here that you kind of need to wade through. That's that's uh, that's one of the challenges. <sighs> yeah, well, they have a Discord. That's they're getting with you. You can be the uh, fox with the katana. Yeah. Is that your? I'm but it, has, yeah, it looks right interesting. Okay. Oh, well, I love how you this. You guys, can we play this this weekend? Yeah. I will do that. As I will absolutely as, uh, jump as long into as it. It's, as long as it's cool enough there for you. Yeah. Is it going to be the new shotgun it. farmers? Is the question. Back it away here. Isn't this, this isn't this compelling podcast content right here? <laughs> I, if <laughs> no, you're listening awesome. on audio, we apologize. I know. <laughs> Wait, that's like Governor Roosevelt. I do appreciate a good pun. I, I um, and so. yes, I apologize to whoever's match I was in. I was just that person who just quit out of a multiplayer <laughs> match. So I, I apologize. I know that that's like verboten and as well it should be. So yes, well you might have just gotten a you might have just gotten banned for for ten minutes. Well, so. I, may, I may be a banned animal. Who knows? Uh, yeah, we can play that if you want to give it a try. So yeah, thanks for thanks for hitting that, Jeff. What else you got there? Is that is that kind of wrap it up for this week, Jeff? For news, that wraps up the news. All the summer, the summer nice. news. It's so good. Great. So so good to I'll be in summer, isn't weekend. it? So good to be in shorts and well, whatnot. The heat. I, I, we're, it's funny. There's there's this fine line between you want it over seventy but under ninety. It's like right. That's the sweet spot. Yes, I agree completely. Do you um you have to do me a favor, New York? Uh, you got to be careful. You're gonna go. You're gonna go play in a in a in a fire hydrant if they pop a fire hydrant open. I know. I think it's probably illegal now. Why is she looking at do me? Do I? Like I mean, I, I don't, don't want to sound like pretentious. Do I seem like a fire hydrant kind of gal? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Let me go play in the water. Well, out let in the us street. know down no, in the YouTube sorry. comments if Rebecca looks like a. <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh um, boy. But yeah, you make stay cool in there, and you know, go see it. Go see a movie if you need to. Jeff has some fine, fine Sounds cinema like recommendations. I mean, the, here's the thing with New York. Thing, it's really nice. Here's the thing with like a. Oh really? Yeah. Not. not yeah, cool. I mean, I as really compared to, to you know, Seattle. No, no. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, less than fifty percent of people in Seattle have AC, and I'm in that less than fifty percent uh, cohort. Um, were you going to ask me for? Yeah, Larry's fine. Larry looks comfortable, not a bead of sweat on that forehead. That's the way I always am, though. You're all, well, you powder. You powder, yeah. Larry. That's the most um, wait, were you going to ask me about Fast 9? Is that what you were going to ask me about? Yes. You were. Here's the deal with the Fast and Furious movies, which is like, I've seen them all. This is the first one I think I've seen in the theater. First half hour, I'm like, this is just the most ridiculous thing. I'm like, I've seen cartoons that are more 
like realistic than this. <laughs> and then, and then by the end of it, I'm like, you know, I really think Ludacris's numbers check out. You could launch a car into space. I'm going to believe in Ludacris, and this is totally possible. <laughs> All right. And and the, you end up making that jump. Like you just can't stay. I at least cannot stay negative about it during the entire length of the movie. You know, as much as it started out where I was like, you got to be kidding me. By the end, I'm like, oh my God, they're in space. So anyway. Could you do that again so we can can thumbnail it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Fast series. I remember. That's fair. Remember, we did a promotion with them a few years ago. I I went to the the Hollywood <laughs> screening, and I I had the well, same thing. Well, they were in Forza. Right. Um, there was a Fast and Furious like Forza oh, yeah. sort of standalone too, and you could one K that one relatively quickly, and uh, and I did, I did. I just remember being at the screening, and I had the same exact reaction because I don't usually go to those movies. And I was like, really, really, really. <laughs> so it's, but. You know, there people enjoy that type of entertainment, so it's it's, it's entertainment. Look, I'm not going to judge. And let me tell you, it was I like 68 degrees in there, and just. <laughs> Did you go to the ones where they I just have started? Them, are they still serving, and you can lay back and get your get your popcorn and all your drinks brought to you, or was this more of a was this more of a oh um, fancy? Yeah, was it not fancy, Jeff? It was it was it was air conditioned. That was all that's the all fanciness you, I needed. What, what were you going to say, Rebecca? Oh, I was just saying with the with the fast movies, I, I think I watched up until like the fifth one. And then when they started pre- bringing people back from the dead, I was like, eh, I don't know. So I don't know. Also, Vin Diesel doesn't age very much, right? Like he still looks kind of similar to how he used to look. I don't know. Anyway, I'm this just is true. I'll this wa- is true. I yeah, I'll go on. I'll I'll I'm watch it if someone anymore. really, really wants me to. But because um, I like cars, I I like cars. I like action movies, but it's just, it's yeah. It's so really like do hydraulics work that way? Like, I don't know. I mean, I've never had nitro boost in my car, so I can only assume it's fact. <laughs> it's effectively a documentary. <laughs> yeah. You're learning a lot every time you go see one, huh? <sighs> uh, it's, it's, it's true. I've, I used to previously live my life, you know, like one email at a time, but now I'm, I'm up to a quarter mile. <laughs> Nitro boosting your email. That's, that's, that's a new thing, Jeff. Nitro boosting your inbox. Yes. Yes. You've got to hit that NOS button. We've got a, uh, we've got a big week ahead with, uh, with Jeff talked about the new games with gold and we've going to have, we'll be back next week with more interviews. Sounds, sounds like someone's outlook is telling us that we need to wrap up the show. Jeff, was that you? I have a meeting in 15 minutes, but that's okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let everybody go. <laughs> hey, uh, reminder as Jeff likes to point out, like and subscribe. And do you want to do your like and subscribe pitch, Jeff? Do you want to do you want to do that? I'm just saying uh, we appreciate your comments. So um, if you are listening to the show, first of all, apologies for uh, you know the visual section that we had this week, but that's okay. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, we especially do like the comments. We it's able it's very easy for for us to see it and uh, and to react to them. So uh, thank you for that. But your ratings on any of the podcast services are also well appreciated and read and uh, interpreted and hopefully acted upon. 
yeah we've got uh we you can check us out on google Podcasts, spotify amazon now has, has i didn't know that the amazon emailed me like hey why don't you have the podcast over here i don't know here it is <laughs> Um, so wherever did you get a mail from from bezos i don't know who it was from but let's get him on the podcast we went get him on the show um we'll uh (laughs) you know if if there's a place where the podcast is not let me know hit me up on email major at xbox.com um or you can hit me up on twitter as well you see my twitter and everyone else is down here below uh let us know where you want the show you can check it out on youtube and we're planning on some really cool stuff we're going to be coming to some very exciting places very soon i can't say anything more but it's going to be, you guys are going to love it. You guys don't even know. It's, you're going to love it. <laughs> nope. I'm assuming it's good. <laughs> All right, gang. We'll see you guys. Uh, will you guys join us next week? Hopefully, uh, Rebecca, you'll survive the heat wave. Jeff, you as well. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs>